going on, guys? This is uh, Jeremy and Corey. We are with Cultivate and Keep, and tonight we are talking about how to respectively disagree. Yep. What's up? That's it. That's it. That's, that's all. It. That's all we're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for joining us, Corey. How you been? Good. How you doing? Great, man. Freshly married, and that's right, baby. Happy, dude. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when this publishes, it'll be probably like a month. Like a month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude. So, so far it's been like three weeks, two and a half weeks. It's crazy. It's been great. I know it's like super early, but the few weeks being home have been really, really cool. So, yeah, loving it. And and it's already flown by. Yeah. Like it's been as a whole three weeks. And so it, yeah. it's crazy. Like it doesn't feel that long, but it is. I know. So it's been good though. Really good. No complaints. Monique and I are hitting a year this year or this Dude, this month. That's crazy. Um, that's I know, super crazy. Super crazy. Like. A year so under I'll have, I'll have a month and you'll have a yep. year. <laughs> Gosh, you'll always be better than me. <laughs> Got it. No, but it's great. All right, cool. So how to disagree. This is sort of a placeholder text. We'll see what we come up with the title. Um, but essentially I want to talk about um, not necessarily like how to disagree with like anyone. Tactics. <laughs> yeah, like tactics. Yeah, we're not going to be like giving you like argumentative or like debating tactics, but it's more about um, how to respond and how to talk with um, anyone about things that are controversial, possibly, uh, um, what do you call it? Possibly offensive, mm-hmm. possibly not politically correct. Um, I'll just go over really quickly. Like these are the things that come to my mind that have that are kind of like on the ballot, quote unquote, for like life and like kind of things to talk about in the world. Currently, yeah, currently. Um, but uh, so marijuana is definitely a thing, right? California and Colorado is legalized. We are unfortunate enough to have weed legalized here in California. Um, when we were in Jamaica for our honeymoon, um, it was funny. Like so many people like offered us like weed and pot. It's like just normal there. <laughs> really? What? Yeah, dude, it was crazy. At the resort? Yeah, this, this actually had a what? funny story. So as we were leaving the resort, our very last day, um, they make you check out of your room at 11 a.m. Mm. But our like, private car didn't leave until i think like one or two for the airport so we Mm. had like three hours to kill so we're in like the lobby just like hanging out i think i was like working on my laptop and connie was like just reading whatever and this guy comes up to us he's probably like mid 40s like full-on like vacation mode like picture someone like kind of like miami style like yeah yeah. he had his like little weird top hat on and like Like staying there for vacation though yeah like he wasn't working there yeah on vacation but he had like a pink polo and like white slacks on like (laughs) flip-flops just like picture that right (laughs) And he has like his dark sunglasses on and he uh, comes up to me and as I'm like walking like to go get a drink, whatever, he comes up to me, he's like, hey, like, hey, bro. And he's, he's, so he's not, first of all, he's not looking at me. He's like looking off to the side, trying to be like smooth. <laughs> and he's like, hey, bro, you got pot? <laughs> and I was like, do I have pot? Like, no. And he was like, he's like, no, do you want pot? I'm like, oh, do I want pot? And I'm like, no, I'm good. No. <laughs> I was like, but that girl over there might want some. And I pointed to Connie. Oh and so <laughs> this guy, so I like, so he went? Yes. Yeah, so I what? watched all this from a distance, of course. And I walk over and Connie's like on her phone, whatever. And this guy like interrupts her and is like full on, like trying to get her, get her to take his, his like weed or whatever he had. What and so world? I walk up after he left and I'm just like laughing super hard. And, and she was like, did you see what happened? I'm like, no, what happened? Like, <laughs> and he's like, this guy came up to me and said that he was leaving and trying to get rid of his like doobie whatever and i was just laughing so hard because i, oh, I like amazing. orchestrated all that but anyway back to the serious topic 
I can't believe that he would. Well, it was because he was leaving, so he was trying to get rid of it. But mm. it was just like funny, like the way he went about it was like, dude, no one cares in Jamaica. Just freaking. You should have grabbed it and then be like, oh, dude, I can't wait to use this and just like throw it in the trash <laughs> no. right next to you. But it was funny because so there was like that was like one of ten stories I have about that in Jamaica. Like everyone was offering us pot, really? but once people found out we were from like California, they're like, oh, you guys have the good dink over there. It was like everyone. <laughs> apparently, I don't know, but apparently, like California is known for having good weed. And I guess Jamaica is like not good weed, which I always thought was the opposite. Like I thought Jamaica is known for that. So <laughs> apparently. Is that why you guys went there? <laughs> that's exactly why, yeah. <laughs> no, but apparently it's different, but whatever. Oh, apparently we're spoiled over here. I wouldn't know. Um, okay. So in, anyways, back to world world topics and world issues. Uh, marijuana is one. Okay. So taxes is definitely an interesting thing right now. Right now, Trump is rolling out his tax plans and this year will be the first one where his new pro- pro- proposed uh, marginal tax rates will be in effect and different laws and policies and whatnot. Um, there's also a lady named um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is an outspoken socialist who is proposing and trying to gain momentum for a 70% marginal tax rate above income of $10 million, um, which is pretty nuts. Like, that's pretty high. I, would, I don't know. Why don't you explain what the marginal? Okay, so, is. yeah. And this is one of the things we have to be careful of. But a marginal tax rate means that there's different brackets and you get taxed on the money that you make in that bracket, not on all the brackets below. So, proceeding, yeah. Yeah, so it's 70% marginal tax rate above $10 million. So that means that up until $10 million, you're in a different tax bracket. And I think we were saying it's somewhere between 39 and 46%. Mm-hmm. And then any money that you make over $10 million is then taxed at 70%. It's and crazy. you would take 30 cents from every dollar on everything over $10 million. Um, and again, like this, this affects like 1% of America. Uh, but at the same time, like it's a little crazy that this is even being proposed. Well, it's funny. We're talking about how to disagree. And as you read that, I'm like, no way. Like <laughs> that's so stupid. Like I, my immediate thought is to fight back. Yeah. And we're, we're going to talk about, okay. Like, how do you good, 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 good. Well, I'm going to, I'm getting ready though. Yeah. I I'm have gonna, arguments. I'm, I'm going to incite some more feelings inside of you. Uh, abortion, New York just last week, I believe legalized abortion up to 39 yeah. weeks. So crazy. Yeah. It's pretty, I mean, it's basically like legalized at any point, mm-hmm. essentially. I mean, m- I, most women have their baby between 39 and 41 mm-hmm. weeks. So up to 39 weeks it's is f- like full on. Yeah. Like up until you're like the baby's coming out. What's crazy is like at that point, well, I th- I'm pretty sure like, I don't know the exact dates, but I think with most abortions, you still have to birth the baby. It still has to come out of you. Mm. Um, but I mean, at that point, like a full on like baby yeah you're giving birth to a dead baby it's just crazy like and like it's so crazy to me like well, okay you might as well i mean that okay we're getting ahead of ourselves <laughs> but at that point you might as well just like you would have the baby and at least give it up for adoption like why would you kill the baby i mean it's at 39 because you're still like giving birth to it like i don't understand yeah. the so crazy well and like preemie babies are a very normal thing mm-hmm. yeah that's way i mean some yeah. people have preemie babies yeah. at 25 25 weeks weeks, 30 weeks um what do people think are is happening ah it's just it's disgusting anyways we'll get to that in a second um missionary work uh i put this one down because it was kind of a big thing on twitter Mm -hmm. um and on the news but there's a guy named john chow i think i'm pronouncing his name right um he was a missionary i think working in india at the time if i'm not mistaken um and he was killed on a remote island that was 
uh, technically um, property of India. Um, I, I, although I think it was like off the coast of another country, maybe like Thailand, I want to say. Um, and he was killed because he went there trying to um, proclaim the gospel to an indigenous population who essentially had no contact with other human beings or other races or populations. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a big controversy because it was illegal to travel there because they were so violent and vicious towards anyone. Um, and so he illegally essentially paid this guy with a boat to take him there. And, uh, and then like they were very hostile towards him. So he like went back out and then he came back a few days later and then that's when they killed him. Mm -hmm. Um, but essentially it was like this big controversy because it was like, who is this guy? Who does he think he is? What was he doing there? He could have spread diseases, et cetera. Um, Another big one has been uh, racism and the kind of the ongoing battle between um, different classes and types of people. So recently there was a group of Catholic boys who were in a trip. Um, I, th- I think they were originally from Kentucky and they just happened where they were being picked up from like their field trip was just happened to be near um, this parade or I think it was a parade, something like a parade where like there's a bunch of people meeting and marching through somewhere. And there's a group called the black Hebrew Israelites who are sort of like an extremist group um, who began like hurling insults at these boys. And then this video went viral of um, a native American man named Nathan Phillips, who was beating a drum in front of the Catholic boys. And it appeared that the Catholic boys were making a bunch of um, derogatory term or uh, insults and basically like talking bad about this guy, Nathan Phillips who's an old native American man. Um, turns out that it's not like there's a bunch of footage that wasn't shown in the viral video and a lot of things that are kind of skewed and maybe the Catholic boys weren't so bad. Um, where I, I don't want to get into any of those issues at all, but I do want to talk about how do we talk about mm-hmm. those ideas? Yeah. Um, what are your first thoughts as far as like, well, I mean, I, so I think about first how am i feeling right now like as you talk about these issues and as i already said like i some of them like fire me up yeah but then i think about like okay well with these topics at least which which of these have i experienced in real life and so one of them was um, abortion um one of my uh one of my clients when i was doing landscaping uh his name was tom james and he was like a board president for some hoa in cornwall valley and he was he's a very wealthy man very like successful just intelligent um human Hmm. and he's kind of or he's, I should say, he's pretty make a, like a hard, uh, oh, gotta be careful. He's a, a hard person. He, you mm. know, he knows what he knows and he thinks what he thinks and like, that's it. And we started talking about like the, ele- it was during the election. So it was with Hillary mm. and with uh, Trump and it was down to the wire. And so we're talking about abortion, all the stuff. And so I just very lightly shared my thoughts on like why I was, I was not voting for Hillary and basically spoke out politely about uh, abortion. And he looked me in the eye and was like, so like disgusted with me and mm. he, he just like 100 percent like was opposed for me that i would think that it was it was right to tell women they couldn't have an abortion and mm. i was like shocked like i didn't expect it. it really really caught me off guard and at the time he asked me a lot of questions and, and a lot of challenges that i i couldn't answer like i was like embarrassed because i just didn't know what to say he's like he came on to me hard and so my first thought is a like you know recalling those experiences but like, now i would say like if you're gonna choose to disagree on these topics like be educated like mm. know why yep. you you believe what you believe um and i like, really like you know just come prepared so when it happened to me i asked a few of my friends 
that are pretty like involved with this kind of stuff and the political scene. And so I asked him like, Hey dude, like what would you would have said? Like one of them was Phil, Phil Ortiz. Hmm. And he just so quickly gave me like four or five like rebuttals and like polite, um, things to respond with. And so I was like, man, like, I wish I would have known that. And yeah. so that's yeah. my first thought. Like for, think of my personal experiences and then like, Hey, and then also like knowing what, like how do you approach this and what, what do you need to do to, do, to be prepared? Yeah, definitely. Well, the Bible says be ready to be, mm-hmm. uh, be ready to give an account at any time, you know, and this is more about like sharing your faith, but that's a part of it too. Like why, you know, where are these kind of views from? Well, it comes from my faith. But it's, it's more, so, I mean, I, um, I think if you're a Christian and if you're somewhat involved and if you like an actual practicing Christian, like you probably believe, yeah, you know, your faith and yeah, you could, you know, defend it, but it's different. I mean, when you're like really talking to someone that knows their stuff, like mm-hmm. for what I experienced, like it, it's hard. Like I was like really yeah. surprised about like being in a situation and I, and I felt like I was like a, you know, a little, little bit ahead of the game and I wasn't like, I was super yeah. like, yeah. you know, and so with your faith, the same thing, like it's easy to think, um, yeah, like, I know my faith, I, I could defend it, but I, I think, you know, so people that are really smart can challenge you in ways you're not prepared for. Mm-hmm. So it, it would do you well to be prepared. Well, I think about, um, like a few proverbs that come to mind and how many of them come to the effect of, it's better to not speak than it is to speak when you're mm-hmm. th- than to speak foolishly, essentially. And think about how we can be so easily, like so fast and quick to just like give an answer based on like what other people have said, like maybe when we don't exactly know what we're talking about or we don't know all the facts or like we're not prepared for a question. And then that can do more harm than good uh, compared to if we were to just to say like, you know, that's a good point. Like I, I'm not really sure to be honest. Or, you know, I really need to look into that. Like, I appreciate that insight. And, like, I'd love to be able to, like, answer that for you later. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I said that because part of being educated is also being willing to admit when you don't know, like, and we don't have the answers. And being so careful to, when you do give an answer, to do it in a way um, that isn't out of, uh, like, a biased opinion mm-hmm. or out of, like, spite or out of like a matter of factness, but it's out of respect and love for that person yeah. too. Yeah, I think another thing is, um, so when we're talking about these topics, especially these that are pretty like lopsided, like for example, the one about the taxes, like I feel like most people would probably disagree with that one. Like that's pretty crazy to expect someone yeah. to pay 70% of their tax or like even the abortion, like to think it's okay at 39 weeks to abort a baby. Like, so those two topics like are good examples because it's easy to assume that like that's very lopsided, but I still think if you're talking with someone that feels the opposite, I think one way to approach it is rather than saying you're wrong, here's why to maybe start with asking questions. I think that's kind of what mm. I le- what I learned with that abortion thing was I wish I would have approached Tom and instead of saying I believe this and here's why, I wish I would have been like eh, like well why do you th-? you know I would have started with like a why. Yeah. And I think with these, like if you're approaching someone, like start with like asking them questions and kind of hearing their side and, and you're not doing that to like be convinced by them, but just to kind of like, it's like a courtesy, like letting them share their thoughts. Hmm. And then after hearing that, you can come back with, okay, well, here's what I think and here's why. Yeah, definitely. And I, I, that's definitely great. But I feel like sometimes too, you have to be okay with the fact that maybe they still don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were talking sort of about this topic and I've got a lot of notes from Mike from a home, from our home group um, from us that he gave a while back. And um, one of the things that we were talking about was how um, there's a verse and it says like uh, to people who are to non-believers, the word of God sounds like foolishness 
and to Christians or to believers, the ways of the world sound like foolishness. And essentially like you can't expect someone to, to fully know and understand and, and get God's principles and the word of God and, um, and the way that God wants the world to run if they aren't with God, you know what I mean? Like it just, it's not going to make full sense. So I, I feel like part of that too is like you, you can't be like you said, in the same way that you can't, um, to be like, well, you're wrong and here's why you also can't expect to like win the argument or like be like for them to fully understand. You have to be okay with planting a seed sometimes and then like letting God work on them, even if they don't fully understand or even if they still disagree. Um, I, had, I wanted to ask this one, but kind of off topic, but what about disagreeing with those that you're close to? So we're talking mm-hmm. about like, you know, more political stuff and um, probably coworkers and friends, but what about yeah. like, with your spouse or like yeah. close friends? How about like family? Well, yeah, ta- yeah. What about tact for going about like disagreeing with them? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Owen's interesting. We've been talking about this at home group too, about like there's a careful balance between like choosing your battles wisely and like being able to explain yourself very eloquently and like showing compassion and love and the things that you say while also taking a hard stand and speaking the truth and not being afraid to back down, even if it, even if it um, maybe disturbs your relationship with them a little bit, or if it pushes some buttons or if it's offensive in some sort of way. Um, I think that like, especially for people that are your closest to, you have to really walk that tightrope carefully in being loving and respectful, but also like very clearly and boldly proclaiming God's word and, and his laws. Expect people to not understand you and to not yeah. share your beliefs. And I think we um, we forget about that and we stay away from that at times. Yeah, uh, it's. I think it's really important to expect persecution, especially since um, the world is becoming more divided and sort of extreme in the views. And you can't kind of like, I feel like we're getting to a point where you can't dance around it anymore. Like you have to take a stand. And Second uh, Timothy 3.12 says, Indeed, all those who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. John fifteen eighteen. If the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. There's a few more verses that I won't read um, because they're, it's the same thing as repeating. Um, but I feel like this is something that I struggle with too. Like I'm sort of thinking through in my head, like I need to be ready to, you know, be passed over for a promotion because of my faith, mm-hmm. or I need to be ready to um, be rejected by uh, friends or family because of my faith. Like I need to be ready to be in a tough financial situation because of my faith. Mm-hmm. And like, you have to expect that and you have to welcome it too. Like we mentioned in the last episode, um, you know, to glory in your suffering, like to allow the Lord to draw near to you and, and, and let him use the persecution to build character and hope in you. Yeah. So you're saying more than just like roll the punches, but to expect it, like to expect yeah. this to happen. And, uh, I, you know, there, you also can think about if it's not happening, like, it, does that, should that raise questions too? Like if yeah. you aren't experiencing any opposition, like why is that? Is your, is, yeah. are things too comfortable? Are, are you missing something? Um, cause I think it's, it shouldn't always be hard. Like it shouldn't always like be sucky and, you know, people shouldn't always oppose you, but it shouldn't be just consistently butterflies and rainbows and, and great. There should be somewhat, you know, tribulation or some, some issues to some extent. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And another aspect of this too is, uh, like, I don't know, uh, Mike was talking about it and, and, and uh, he's basically saying like, 
there are some Christians who uh, like unnecessarily will go out of their way to say things or do things um, that are offensive or that like get, you know, that they get flack for and then they'll do it in the name of persecution. Mm. And it's like, dude, like that's not persecution. Like you're just being dumb. You know what I mean? Like you're just, you're just being, being dumb. Yeah. You're just being offensive. Um, and the Bible says, be at peace with all men. Mm. So as far or as I think it says, as far as you can, like as far as you're able to be at peace with all men. Mm. I think that's important too. Like don't go out looking for a fight, but expect persecution and then roll with the punches and be able to answer it for yourself and defend your faith. Well, I think it's important to talk about like, what does that look like? What does it look like to be at peace with all men? Um, because some could receive that as just go with the punches and just yeah. like don't challenge anything and go along with everything. Or there's those that it's some people where it's easy to challenge, right? And so it's like, yeah. well, then how can you be at peace if you're constantly challenging? And I, I think when I, when I hear that phrase, be at peace with all men, I think what I think of is um, like kind of like you said, choosing your battles and choosing when you're going to stand up for something. And if you are like, see it through until the end, like don't just yeah. stand up, make a big ruckus and then like leave when it's, everything's all in, you know, hurrah, but you know, really see it through until the end until you can resolve the issue and, re- and be at peace while you walk away. Yeah. Well, I think about Jesus life too, like in, in his times of ministry for those three years, he was at peace with everyone but people were not at peace well, with him. Kind of. I mean, I feel like he was always like kicking up a storm and, you know, like. Right. That's true. Like, I mean, so I guess what he, we should probably o- define. He always closed the loop. It was always like he yeah. would start something, like challenge someone or something. And then like, you know, like I said, I think he would always close that loop and like, you know, see it through to the end and then he would move forward. He wasn't like saying, oh, you're wrong. You're stupid. And then like on to the next person. You know, right, was, right, right, right. But I, I do think he for sure like challenged people. No, he definitely challenged people a lot. But what I mean too is that like when like like you said, it wasn't like um, he just like said things or did things that stirred everyone up, and then he just left. He would resolve things, and he would work through it, and he would show people, and he would um, he would preach the gospel to them. But at the same time, like that's gonna push people's buttons, and that's gonna um, that's gonna make people offended. But at the same time, like he's 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 not starting that war with them like he's still at peace with them even if they're not at peace with him like he like they're not like um you know at the end yeah he got crucified and like people persecuted him he was literally murdered for preaching the gospel but he still did that with peace and he still that like he carried that with him um one one of the other things I wanted to talk on was uh, this idea of a fair scale, and I'm super glad that Mike brought this up in our home group. But um, Proverbs, uh, sorry, Proverbs eleven one says, "The Lord detests dishonest scales, but accurate weights find favor with Him." And then we can trace us back um, to Deuteronomy twenty five thirteen through sixteen. It says, um, "This is God giving the law to Moses, I believe, or at least to the people of Israel." He says, "Do not have two differing weights in your bag, one heavy and one light." Do not have two different measures in your house, in your house, one large, one small. You must have accurate and honest weights and measures, so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. So what they would do is, um, oh, and it says, for the Lord your God detests anyone who does these things, anyone anyone who deals dishonestly. So they would use these weights to um, to measure and to weigh money. So essentially, you could have like a light weight for like when you're buying things, and then like a heavy weight for when something's someone's buying someone from you or you could like pick and choose depending on what you're selling to get a better deal for what you have. So God is saying, look, have 
one standard, have one measure, have one thing that you live by and, and, uh, and met, use that to measure both sides, essentially. And you can do the same thing with all these political issues. Like, I feel like this is the thing that I wanted to touch on the most because we can very easily um, defend where we're coming from and not use the same weight on ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, um, yes, it's insane and disgusting that abortion is legalized up to 39 weeks, but like, are we out there giving the resources to the women who need it? And like, are we putting enough effort into making ourselves available? Are there enough people who are willing to adopt? Like, are we trying hard enough to, uh, to fight against this even, you know what I mean? We have to measure ourselves with the same measurement that we measure others by. Um, the same way with the marginal tax rate, like, yeah, it's crazy. It's 70%, but also like, are we being generous with our money or are we being greedy with our money? Like, is this from a place of greed that I want to hoard my money for myself? Or is this from a place of righteous anger because, um, that now, you know, people can't give more away to churches and other things like that. You know what I mean? Like you have to use both sides with the same weight and look at yourself too. Yeah. I like that because, um, I like how it's saying, you know, have, have one standard. You can't have the two. And I think it's like with everything, there's always going to be like two sides. Like there's always going to be like, so, you know, we're over here saying like no to abortion, but what about those, um, who fully believe in it? So they have a side, they have their beliefs. And so we have to measure both sides by one, you know, one uh, objective point. And I think that's good. I think the idea of just, um, sticking to one, but then at the same time, like you said, like, hearing both sides into it to an extent and really mm-hmm. talking them both through because it can't just be when you when you're disagreeing it can't just be a no and here's why yeah like it's so hard for me to deal with people that are like that that are just there where the highway it, it, it sucks and it's like no fun yeah there has to be discussion there has to be hearing both sides yeah um doesn't mean both sides are right but you, you have to be willing to to talk it out and it can't just be i'm right you're wrong like kick rocks you know yeah <laughs> it can't it literally just cannot be that way yeah and the same way that like we don't want people to be like no we're not gonna teach the bible in school like because x y and z like we want people to hear us out we have to hear them out as well but you know, it's just funny like as we're saying this i mean when we started off you were reading those first few topics and after like number two i was like whoa 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 like i was pissed <laughs> and it's, it's funny now we're saying like oh no like you know hear both sides <laughs> we're like it's so easy to go on like the yeah. defensive, like you're wrong and here's why. Yeah. And so it's a good exercise to think all this stuff through and really kind of say, you know what, like you have to have an objective truth. And then, but at the same time you have to be able to talk through like both sides of the argument, even if they're flippant and crazy, like the opposite way of where I would be, I still have to hear that, you know? Yeah. And Mike brought this point up too, but like with the, going back to the, the same measurement, um, the same weights or the same scale, um, this is a tricky one that you have to navigate, but this is also super useful when talking to someone because you can ask them like, well, like, where is this coming from? Like, why, why is this okay to you? And like, if we use the example of abortion, for example, like they could say, you know, we could say like, why is it okay that, um, you can abort a baby up to 39 weeks, but like, what about all of the black babies that are being, you know, like basically just, thrown for the world like single moms like no one's taking care of them um you know like no one cares about them like i think black babies are the like highest uh portion of abortions of abortions yeah Yeah. so you can say like what about them you know what i mean like you have to use the same the same measurement 
Um, and so that helps when you're talking to someone, but you have to, you have to navigate that one very clearly because you don't want to be like, um, you don't want to like blatantly call them like a hypocrite. You know what I mean? Like you have to do it with respect and with love. Um, and maybe we just talk about this last one here, but, uh, I feel like definitely the most important part of this is to walk the walk and to talk the talk. Um, Matthew 12, 33 through 37 says, make a tree good and its fruit will be good or make a tree bad and its fruit will be bad for a tree is recognized by its fruit. And basically Jesus goes on and he's kind of just saying like, look, like you do some good things, but you also do some bad things and you're, you're hypocritical in a lot of way, in a lot of ways. And it cancels out everything. Yeah. He says, but I tell you that everyone will have to give an account on the day of judgment for every empty word that they have spoken. And essentially he's telling them like, look, your words are empty unless you're living it out as well. He calls them a brood of vipers that um, for their mouth speaks what the heart is full of. And basically says like the things that you're speaking are not reflecting your heart. It's not reflecting um, what you actually believe in and the things that you stand for. And so in all these things that we talk about, are we living that out? Are we, are we actually speaking from a place of, love and compassion and, and Christ likeness and godliness, or is it from a different place? You have to ask yourself that. Yeah, it's good. I mean, you, you just said a minute ago, talking about the, um, like the tax one, is that coming out of like, you know, the greed and selfishness. And I think this ties in like, what is the motive? And I think with all these topics, people are going to have, um, we're, we're all going to be on, on one side or the other. And I think for most people, it's, it's easy for it to be selfish reasons, but I think this is a good point of like saying that God God looks at like the motive. He doesn't look at like your your face value actions, and yeah. so it's a good reminder to like think of like why do you believe what you believe? Like, is it because it's normal because everyone else does, or is it because it benefits you a certain way? Um, so I like that. I'm glad that you was that for Mike. He put that one out there. Um, no, I put that one out actually. Good. It's all for me, baby. Good for you, bro. So <laughs> proud of you, man. <laughs> Thanks. Um, is that good? You want to wrap it up, or I think that's good. How to disagree? Um, cool. The major points were. Uh, you know, be educated about what we're talking about and be ready to answer and give an account. Um, expect persecution, be at peace with all men as far as you're able to, um, have a fair scale and a fair like measurement of, of where you're coming from, then be able to walk the walk and talk the talk. And that does it. You want to close this out? Bada beam, boop, pow. That's it. You're not going to no. tell people to subscribe. Of course or I am. Corey. <laughs> I just love my, I was like, wow, I just, I love my bada beam, boop, pow. Anyway, uh, guys, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Uh, if you guys have any questions or have any topics you want to hear us discuss, please reach out through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or you guys can email us at cultivateandkeep.com. That's right. Um, other than that, we're excited for this year. I know it's still the beginning, but we have a lot of good things coming. So That's right. thank you for your uh, <laughs> for listening. For listening. <laughs> <laughs>